And welcome to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and I thank you, as always, so much for joining us here on the program. It's a pleasure to have you with us here on this broadcast podcast, talking about all of the wonderful things that well, that we talk about here on Tell Me Your Story, Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., Monday mornings at 1 a.m., streaming live at richarddugan.com, as well as the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, and a whole bunch of other locations folks are reposting our broadcast podcasts to. We encourage you to listen to the entire podcast. The radio program's good. Don't don't get me wrong. I want you to listen to that too if that's what you're listening to. But if you have the opportunity to go to SoundCloud or iTunes or any of the other locations and listen to the entire interview, remember we only get 50 minutes on the radio, 5-0 minutes. And sometimes I've had guests on for an hour and a half, sometimes 2 hours because they give us that they're so gracious to give us that time and we just keep going. It's hard to stop some of these things. i got to tell you that right now. But I want you to know that we are here and we come your way at the times I've mentioned. And uh, we also encourage you to go to our guest's website. We'll give that to you shortly. And today you're going to get a bonus when you go to our guest's website. We'll tell you about that as well. And uh, we also encourage you, if uh, you are able to do so and you'd like to support what we're doing here, SoundCloud and iTunes, uh, beg your pardon, that's PayPal and Patreon accounts for your security as well as ours. If you're able to support us financially, and we gratefully appreciate those who have and those who will support us here, uh, keeping uh, this program going uh, for all of the little expenses that come up and uh, the radio program time, as well as the time for SoundCloud and all that good stuff. So if you can do it, great. We'll take energetic support as well, and we hope that you will uh, uh, do what you can. We also want you to spend time during 2020, the year of perfect vision, going within, spending some time with yourself uh, out in nature, just listening to that still small voice, finding that calm, peaceful place that you can find the tranquility. I'll even use the word uh, uh equilibrium. Get your equilibrium back. I mean, there's a lot going on. There's no question. Well, I think today's guest is probably going to help us in that regard as well to try to um, try to uh, circumvent some of this. We're going to talk about, you know, we've talked many, many years ago with Greg Braden about the zero point. Well, we're bringing it sort of full circle in a manner of speaking with our guest here on the program to talk about zero frequency, the easiest way to peace happiness and abundance with Mabel um, uh, Mabel Katz want to thank you so much for joining us I apologize if I just butchered your name I tried to get it right but uh, thank you so much for being with us thank you and you did wonderful with my name okay thank I thank you very much for that and uh, Mabel where where are you originally from if I may start there sure I uh, I am originally from Argentina and I moved to Los Angeles 37 years ago. And why did you do that? Because my ex-husband wanted. <laughs> and I'm grateful for that. <laughs> you know, I'm very grateful. you know what? That is not an unusual statement to make uh, about one's ex uh, or former. Uh, sometimes I, I wish we didn't refer to them as exes and more as former husbands' wives. I mean, I have I have a former wife. Yes. Um, back in Phoenix, and I had to move. I couldn't stay there. It was too hot. Yes. 
too. I was there for 46 years. I often I tell people it was 45 years too many, too many. Yes. <laughs> well, for me, we're 20 plus too many. <laughs> ah, so um, you've been here for uh, quite a number of years. Um, give us a little bit of a background uh, on how you came to this concept of the zero frequency. That's not the zero, but zero yeah. frequency, because we're yeah. not talking about no frequencies here. Okay, I, I, I get that much from it. But yeah. in terms of where you where you were and that moment when you started to realize some of the incredible things that have brought you here to us today. Yes, yes. So, well, so you have to know that I used to be a tax accountant. Um, I I'll have be, two, yeah. two university degrees. Mm -hmm. I'm a CPA and business license in business administration. I'll be calling in, you next February, okay? okay? No, please don't. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do that anymore. Oh, okay. That was kind of my, pre, my former life, too. Oh. <laughs> so... Anyway, um, I was a very successful accountant, both in Argentina and here. Uh, it's a very, uh, gr it's a great uh, career. Yes, you always have work and, and people always need you. <laughs> you know? yeah. So you can make good money and, and it's a very stable career too. But one day I woke up, Richard, uh, my oldest son talked to me the way I used to talk to him, angry. I was a very angry, unsatisfied person. I had everything you can think that you need to be happy, but I wasn't. And that day I woke up, thank God, because I saw myself. He, he was like my mirror. And I said, he learned that from me. That's not what I wanted to teach him. And I said, Mabel, you have to do something. And I can tell you today, and I keep you know, confirming this, that life is what we make of life, our decisions, our uh, judgments, our beliefs. You know, we are creating our life based on that. And when you change, everything changes. So when you make a decision you want to change, when you decide to start your search, uh, the universe takes you places. The, suddenly you put yourself in the zero frequency. So things start coming to you uh, and you realize life is not as hard as it looks like, because you are making it hard, yes? Because we think we know, because we, we keep listening to, to our intellect, because we are not open, because we don't believe, we don't trust, we don't let go. Mm -hmm. Well, I know that's a big, big issue. And of course, in reference to what I started out the program talking about, uh, this being 2020, the year of perfect vision and encouraging people to go within, uh, that's where we get the truth, the honest answers to our questions, the guidance, the inspiration, the encouragement and so forth that is genuine. Uh, we don't always, as much as we try to be genuine with one another when that comes along and we're trying to encourage someone and support them, you know, I, I kind of put it this way. Um, Steve Jobs, the founder of, micro, of, um, of Apple. Apple. He was the one who had the original vision. It was his. And he was very successful and successful in transmitting to others that vision. But mm. it was still his. And it will never be anybody else's. And so when it comes to uh, our vision... Nobody else is really going to understand 
our vision. And as much as I want to encourage you to go back and do tax preparation again, (laughs) and I'm kidding, um, my vision is not your vision and your vision is not mine. But we support one another in our respective visions for what we want in our lives, for the direction that we want to go. Uh, you know, I, I, I have people on here because I like doing these programs. I like asking the questions and getting the answers and going in depth if we can. And exposing, so to speak, or uh, getting you the exposure with your ideas like zero frequency so that that will help other people. And that yeah. hopefully we can change the world together through our respective different visions, right? Yeah, I think right now it's so important to open our minds and be flexible because the world as we knew it is gone. It is. Uh, and it's not going to come back. No. So we have to adapt and we we have to change, yes, and decide yeah. what kind of world uh, we want. Because right now it's like the universe is saying, okay, <laughs> you know, the blue pill or the, or the red pill, basically. I know that a lot of people are in that place. Uh, and uh, you're talking here, of course, about wiping uh, the subconscious as well as the conscious state clean uh, so that we can perceive the wisdom, the guidance the universe has for us and joyously live by it. We are, we talk an awful lot here. I, I, by the way, I thought I had created a new word and it turns out it's in, it's in the dictionary. Um, but I've often talked here about how I'm tired of surviving. I do not want to be in the survival mode. I want to help myself and others to move from survival to thrival. Turns out thrival is a word. It's in the dictionary. <laughs> But that's what we want. And that's what you're talking about here. Yeah. So it it is uh, that 100% responsibility. Um, I found, you know, I did a lot of things like we all do on the search, but I always said there has to be an easier and faster way. And I found it. It's a a Ho'oponopono, a very ancient Hawaiian art of problem solving. And that taught me that I am 100% responsible because everything is playing in my subconscious mind, like I'm a projector, yes? So mm-hmm. every, in my life is the monitor, is, you know, the screen on the movie theater. So the movie is not out there. So if I want to change something, I need to change. You mentioned Greg Braden. I want to mention Bruce Lipton, Joe Dispenza. Everybody talks about all the problems are in the subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they, we keep replaying memories. If we don't take responsibility that there is something inside of us that doesn't make us guilty or, or sinners or anything, it makes us only responsible. And the decision that I took uh, or made when, when, I, uh, when, when I realized I was 100% responsible uh, is, wait a minute, if I created it, I can change it, yeah. you know? And, and, I, and I actually felt powerful right, right there because when you are waiting for somebody to change, when something to happen, when you are waiting to have something, you are always codependent, you know, of those things and nobody could be happy mm. from being codependent of anything yeah. or anybody. So I realized we all have everything we need inside of ourselves to change our lives. Well, now, it raises the next point because 
quite honestly, uh, and just for for your edification, my background in broadcasting, I was 15 years at a Christian radio station. And I will tell you that the dirtiest word that you can utter is personal 100% responsibility because it takes both the devil and God out of the equation. In, oh, wow. in that, and this is just my perspective, my observation yes, is yes, yes, yes. that uh, if I'm responsible, then I can't blame it on the devil, nor can I give credit to God in the, in the context of what we are talking about here. Yes. When we start to uh, bring out the Mr. Clean Cleaner or the bleach and start scrubbing away at our subconscious and conscious minds to get rid of those, not so much get rid of the memories, but it sounds to me like we have to reframe those memories or the beliefs in those memories. I've, I heard it said that our beliefs... Basically, when it comes to this this conversation we're having here and and what we're talking about with zero frequency are lies. If we believe something like I'm not good enough and so forth, that's a lie. And 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 going back to my background in broadcasting, I began to realize that I had value. And this is if one chooses to accept this this premise and this philosophy I had value before the sacrifice. I was already had, I had, because if I had no value, then why would anybody sacrifice anything for me? So if someone is going to sacrifice something, another human being, for my existence, then I must already have value. And then if there is a sacrifice, then I must be priceless. And that's kind of the way I look at it, that we have been priceless for as long as we've been here on the planet, you and I individually, as we converse here. So those lies that we believe about ourselves, how do we, how do we go through that process of cleansing, if, if, to use that term? Our, let's start with the subconscious, because to me that sounds like the hardest part, because the subconscious isn't something that, well, of course, we're conscious of all the time. No, no, we are not. We are uh, so the only one that actually can work on the subconscious mind is God. Uh, I found God inside of me when I started practicing uh, trusting myself and not listening to those voices or I'm not good enough or paying attention to what other people thought of me or things like that. So when I said before we can change our life without depending on anybody or anything outside ourselves, I was referring. This is definitely a work that you have to do. Uh, directly with God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, but life is between you and God. It's not between us. Yes. So uh, agreements, things, decisions that we make. So, well, the story that I had a teacher, a Hawaiian teacher for more than 10 years, Dr. And he told me the story of creation. And he says, you know, when, when God put an Adam and Eve on the earth, uh, he told them, you know, you don't need to worry about anything because I can provide you you know, whatever you want, you, mm -hmm. whatever you need. But when he gave them the uh, apple, it says, hey, you have free choice. So you can, you know, uh, think, because that's what the apple represented, thinking, mm -hmm. thinking we know, yes, or we know better. Or, you know, you can uh, follow me. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what we've been doing, yeah? We've been uh, following our own uh, intellect and that doesn't know anything. So, yeah. for example, what something else that you mentioned, for example, Bruce Lipton says that we walk with two antennas, yeah? So what happens is if we don't clean, because actually we use that word in Ho'oponopono, so if we don't clean those memories, if we don't make room for inspiration, we call it inspiration, that, those ideas that you don't know where they came from, mm-hmm. you know, those solutions that you never thought possible, you know, those answers that you are looking for. So, it, yes, another thing you mentioned, because you mentioned a lot of things, but um, if, if I can think positive all day long, but the mm-hmm. tapes that are behind that I'm not conscious of, that are telling me that I was born poor and I'm going to die poor, that life is not fair, you know, or, or whatever. Or, or look at how we are acting right now, buying into the fear and creating all the thing that maybe wasn't as bad in the first place, but we bought into the fear. And we still, what is really painful to see people so asleep. Yeah. And it is painful to see others asleep, uh, especially when you're going through your day-to-day and you're trying to be as awake as and aware as possible of what's going on around you. Uh, and people around you are, they're flying everywhere. Uh, and they seem to be oblivious to your very existence. Uh, somebody. Well, no, I think we got even worse now, Richard, because people are even afraid of you, you know, with yeah. these masks things That's and right. don't get near me and if you're not wearing a mask i cannot tell you you are definitely the enemy yeah you know and things like that i mean i i mean it is incredible what people bought into yeah i mean I, and 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 i'm gonna be uh, frank because i come from argentina okay let's put it this way okay it, what is a great country and uh, i mean anyway so I could understand that those things could happen in Argentina or that people would get into the fear or whatever. But I mean, I didn't expect it here in America, to be honest with you. I'm totally shocked yeah. of how people reacted and bought into the whatever. Yeah, well, and you know, it's interesting how <clears throat> usually, this is usually what happens, is when there is a disaster of some sort or there are people who are in need we're usually one of the first countries uh, that jumps into action saying, okay, well, let's start a, go, uh, a, a GoFundMe uh, a page and try to get some money for them. Or let's start sending stuff uh, through the mail uh, to, to help them out overseas or what have you. Or let's, uh, let's start loading up a ship with all kinds of goods and supplies and what have you to help them out to recover and so forth. But now we're – and I've, I, I say this – uh, you know, with all due respect to those who are 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 firm uh, adherents to democracy, that if we are not careful here in America, democracy is going to kill us. It's going to wipe us out. I understand, and, and you and I both are are, are are understanding, I'm sure, of the whole individual rights and freedoms movement and philosophy that is part of democracy and part of our our constitution and the independence that we so desperately want. But I point this out, that in the Constitution and in the Declaration, it talks about um, promoting the general welfare and securing the blessings of liberty to ourselves and who? 
our posterity, our children and our children's children. And I ask the question, and I kind of put this to you a little bit. Maybe we can talk a little bit about how this applies to zero frequency. How do you balance those who are strong adherents to these philo- this, this independent philosophy? And again, there's no judgment here, but how do you balance that with making sure that our predecessor, our, our, our uh, 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 future generations are going to even be here, how are you going to balance that between that and your right not to wear a mask and not to social distance? And uh, by the way, we should change that word from social distancing to physical distancing. I think that we social, we are social beings. I heard this said the other day. And we need to not to, we, we need to be socially connected, but we can still do that and be physically distant from one another by th- that six foot distance. What are your thoughts in terms of balancing those two, what seem to be diametrically opposed concepts? Well, I think, uh, Richard, that right now, like even you mentioned before, your vision is completely different to mine or to somebody else, and we all are having our own experience. I think that there are not two people right now that are having the same experience with the pandemic. Everybody is creating their own reality their own thing, you know, believing Mm -hmm. whatever. So um, I think you touch into something very, very important. We have to do the work for the future generations. We owe it to, to, at least if we don't do it for ourselves, we have to do it for the future generations. And you know what I always talk about? It's like living in zero frequencies, being happy being at peace, no matter what is going on around you. And and I love to work with you, the youth. I, I love to work with children. I do a lot of that work uh, as I travel. You know, I visit schools and things. And I work with, with them. And that's my biggest joy. Because, you know, I woke up kind of old, I would say. <laughs> and and I always wish I would have known all this when I was uh, young. You know, my life would have been so different. So we, I think we owe it. I always tell people, uh, parents, that all we have to be is happy parents. You know, that idea of raising professional people and they have to have a career and go to the university. So we look good, you know. So it doesn't matter if they are happy or not or if they like. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the career that they chose when they were 17, 18 years old, they didn't know anything. How could you choose a career at that age? You understand what I mean? So there are a lot of things that made our society a very unhappy yeah. uh, uh, society and a very unhappy world. So I've been, you know, traveling and sharing with, with people this for a long, long time. All we have to do is being happy parents because they observe us. They don't listen to us. And with everything that is happening now, we have an amazing opportunity to, to really take this very seriously and say, mm. what are we going to do? What are we going to show them? You know, we are going to show them that we buy into the fear or we are going to create our own reality because this is really what we have in front of us. Yeah. The, I mean, like, you know, paradise or hell. Yeah, <laughs> right yeah. Well, um, I, I just, I'm, I'm looking over some of the t- chapter titles and chapters one and six 
are combined together from my perspective to describe uh, uh, an experience that my wife, my present wife and I had back in 2005-06. And um, it started for me uh, when uh, the radio station I was with at the time, which was uh, a more progressive format of uh, news talk and information, and a Christian consortium came along, bought the Christian station I had worked for for the, for the previous, that 15-year period back in the 80s, early 90s. And then they bought the Air America station that I was working for at that time, the progressive station. And they were interviewed by the newspaper then, uh, asked if they were going to uh, you know, change the format and, and, and let everybody go. And they said, oh, no. Oh no! It's 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 successful, and we were so successful that we were the only Air America station in the country at that time to start making a profit in nine months from the time we started the format. Nine months later, we were already um, uh, you know above above the waterline. Well, I knew they were lying because I also knew the philosophy, having worked for fifteen years for that philosophy station that uh, you do not, as the philosophy goes, you do not unequally do not uh, unequally yoke yourself to unbelievers. And of course, a progressive format and its personnel are considered unbelievers, even if they are believers. So February 28th, they laid us all off. They let us all go because they flipped the format um, to a religious format in March of that of 2016. My wife, on the other hand, was working in the medical field in a very hostile work environment, and she was having a meeting and finally said, I quit. And, and she has this knack of saying things before she thinks about them, which is sometimes, has, has actually done well for her. I, I have to give her credit for that. She's listening to and following that voice inside. And so there we are. We're both out of work. And we're sitting there March 1st watching TV. She comes over, sits down, says, I'm scared. I says, I f- she says, I feel like I'm on the edge of a precipice. And I said, well, without going into a long dissertation here, everything that I have learned over the years tells me that what you do when you're on the edge of a cliff, you jump. And that's chapter six, where you practice taking leaps of faith. Yes. And then the second thing is you trust and the yes, universe is waiting. That's a, that's, a, that's a big one. You know, I, I always teach people how, how to let go, yes? But I tell them it's about letting go and trusting. You know, and amazing things happen. That's when you are at your frequency, when you let go and trust. So they say that you have to jump. Life is about jumping and trusting that either will be a net to catch you or you will learn how to fly on the way. <laughs> and, 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 and when you live life like that, it's, so, it's fascinating. It is. Because there is always a net. The thing is you have to trust. Otherwise, it cannot be. So everything is start, starts by you, you know? Like, for example, I, 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 everything started by me saying, Mabel, you have to do something. And, and I started my search. And everything started coming. I didn't know anything about spirituality. I never heard of it, metaphysics, you know, nothing. And everything started just coming. Why? Because I made the decision. And the universe 
you know, uh, took care of it. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? So everything comes. That's the thing. That's why my first books were called The Easiest Way. I have The Easiest Way, Special Edition, The Easiest Way to Live, The Easiest Way to Grow for uh, kids, uh, three to 100 year old. Uh, <laughs> I, I put I put everything that I realized, Richard, that like I told you before, that my life would have been so different mm. if I only knew that. You know, like, you know, if you don't forgive, uh, you are hurting yourself. You're not hurting the, the person that doesn't deserve your, mm-hmm. you know, your forgiveness. That is a very important concept, you know? Yeah. Because then you go, you know, you hurt yourself for the rest of your life. It's like living with that person, mm-hmm. you know, for the rest of your life. Exactly the opposite of what you want. Or, for example, that what, what you think of yourself is important, not what other people think of you. You know, so those kind of things makes us very miserable. And, um, and, and again, it's all about being happy. And when you are happy, uh, you are at peace. For example, um, and everything comes, everything will be added, they say. Um, that's kind of my experience. I was not planning to change careers at all because I thought my professional life was was great, you know? I didn't have anything to worry about. I always had work. I always get got paid. Why would I change a, the career? I was looking for happiness in my personal life. But the thing that of trusting, it took me to amazing places. I, I've been, I, you know, since the pandemic, you know, started, I, I stopped traveling. But, well, I just went to Mexico. But um, they allow us to do a, a, a training there. But uh, before, I, I was hardly home because I was always traveling and presenting this, you know, mm. around the world. So, you know, places like Croatia, Serbia, Hungary, uh, Romania, you know. Um, so, but it's wonderful because then you realize how we are all family and we are all looking for the same things and we all have the same challenges. I think that's something that people are are not aware of, especially here in the States, is what you just said at the very end there, that we're all the same. We all have the same desires. We all have the same challenges. Um, I've, I've, I've even put it this way. We all experience the same emotions, even though the stories, the individual different. stories are different. Yes, you're right. Everything starts with the thought. You know, and the thought bring, brings up a feeling and then you take action based on the yeah. on, on that feeling and you get in trouble. <laughs> mm. So, so for example, it, it, CO frequency is about putting some distance and becoming the observer. So you don't identify with the problem. Yeah. In Ho'oponopono, we work on the, our reaction to the problem, not the problem. Yeah. Mm. So the idea is that things are not, that, uh, don't affect you as much. So if you're just tuning into the program and you're wondering what in the world are these two talking about, we're talking about zero frequency, easy, the easiest way to peace, happiness, and abundance. And I, I really am I'm glad that you're here with us today because uh, I'm hoping that for, for whatever reason somebody is listening, and I've always believed that the right people are listening at the right time. Yes, no to, accidents. No accidents whatsoever. You're right. You're right. You, we've talked a little bit about uh, practicing responsibility, but one of them here, Chapter 5, Practicing Innocence. 
innocence. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we have to go back to being children. Richard. Yes. That's the most important. And, you know, you, you talked about, you know, you said you, you found God uh, when you started listening to the voices. And one of the things that said, for example, in the New Testament is said, come to me as little children. I don't care yes. how old you are. Yes. Come to me yes. with that innocence. Yes. Talk to us about that. Uh, you. That's why I love to work with children, because you <laughs> learn so much. You learn so much of that innocence. You know, we are always making assumptions. We are always taking things personal. We don't forgive. There, we've been programmed. Yes. Mm. I mean, and it has nothing to do with what it was done to you or what it was said to you. It's what you bought. Because I always give the example of the same family, same parents, all different kids. Yes. (laughs) They all make, like you said, we all see and we have a different vision and we engage with different things. Uh, So it's important to realize that, that you are responsible and you decided, you know, what, like what makes you happy or makes you unhappy. So, and I, I, I love, I love, for me, it was going back to be a child again, you know, and, and not being so judgmental, yes, or, or things like that, and being able to be more grateful too, yeah. you know, appreciate, live more in the present. Yes, the, the kids don't go, go to the past or worry about the future. And uh, zero frequency is being in the, in the present, doing what you love, trusting that you can do what you love and make money. You know, that's something, a programming that we had, that we had to find a job. Yes. Yeah. And we and we bought into that. Instead of saying, hey, what would I do if it, even if I don't get paid because I love it? And actually, that was a question that was asked to me in my very beginning. And you know what I wrote? And I was a tax accountant. And I wrote traveling uh, around the world, uh, sharing with others what had helped me. Mm. <laughs> and I ended up doing that. Like you said, there is no, there are no accidents. You know who is listening to this? I am telling you, it's because you are ready, and you know God just put it. You know the universe is perfect. Yeah, that's one of the things that I've always found interesting, and I actually did say that uh, that phrase uh, to one of my first employers. Uh, that you know, boy, if I could, if I could put food on the table, and if I could survive, and again, I was back in my twenties, early twenties. Uh, and 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 I could uh, uh, you know pay the things that I needed to pay and what have you or live where I needed to live. I'd do this job for free. This is so much fun. Someone said to me, "You don't want to be saying that," <laughs> you know. And to, no, I can tell you, you can make still good money, but yeah. this this is like the beginning of your path. Yes, it's like a like a compass. Yeah, and if you start going that route. It's going to take you like, you know, I'm, I'm proof of that Yeah. because I was not planning to leave my career. This was like a hobby. Well, it's it's uh, something that we encourage people to uh, look into more. Mabel Katz is my guest. Um, she is the author <clears throat> of Zero Frequency, The Easiest Way to Peace, Happiness and uh, Abundance. And the website, I promised I would give it to you. It is frequency com slash book for zero frequency.com slash book tell us about what little bonuses are awaiting us when we go there yes if you uh, I, I highly recommend it. I was looking here for the 
you know, in the peace, uh, practice peace uh, chapter, I actually mentioned the word pandemic. I finished this book, the last manuscript, because I've been trying to write this book for a long time, but, and it, it has a story, but, but the, the last manuscript was ready a year ago, but definitely the universe had it planned for, you know, and I was pushing and pushing and how come, you know, like you feel there are obstacles or things like that, but actually it wasn't for a year ago, it was for this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I couldn't believe myself that I wrote the word pandemic in the book. I talk about homeschooling, uh, and I talk about changing humanity, you know, but well, I'm, I'm talking about uh, that, uh, that love, you know, can heal anything. So I'm, I'm talking about healing and all that stuff. I was trying to find it to read it to you. But um, believe me, this is the, the book for these times. This is the, the, the best partner you can have right now to go through what we are going through. Uh, so um, if you go to zerofrequency.com slash book, you will see when you buy the book uh, in Amazon, you get $100 in bonuses. One is an audio that I, of my very, very first zero frequency uh, training that maybe was 10 years ago, but I did it with my teacher, Dr. Ihalia Kalajulen here in Los Angeles. And then uh, there is uh, a video series of an, an event that we did with Don Miguel Ruiz and DC Cordova, Gary Quinn, Gabriel Nosovich and others. And, and it's, it's an um, great training. You are going to get a lot of uh, even processes that you can do and it will help you a lot to get more clarity. So when you buy the book, you come to that page and it tells you what to do to get and also my book, even if you, uh, whatever you buy it or or uh, if you don't claim the bonuses, it comes with 10 videos because I wanted to be able to support people in their journey. I, I feel zero frequency is a journey. It's not like you get to zero frequency, you stay there. It's like moment by moment because of these memories that are playing in our subconscious mind. So it's practice, practice, practice. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I, and, and, and that's... that's uh, I often joke with uh, medical professionals that we have, even health practitioners, when they talk about how, you know, their, their practice. And I was like, okay, so when do you stop practicing and start doing it for real? Well, <laughs> I mean, that's just what they call it. So, you know, move sure. on. But you're right. We, we do tend to think that the answers are going to come fairly quickly. I mean, and especially in the United States, we're always looking for the quick fix. We're always looking for the fast, whether it's the fast buck or losing weight quickly. Or I will tell you that... And I don't recommend this. This is not a diet plan, folks. But I will tell you, um, uh, uh, Mabel, that I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes back in July. And as soon as I received the diagnosis, I was probably in shock for about a half hour. Okay. But once I shifted out of that, I knew the reason why. I knew the reason why I had gone there. Now, I had been diagnosed years earlier uh, at certain points along the way with I was pre-diabetic, and then, of course, my blood sugar was normal in the low hundreds and so forth. And I knew why I was at 544, because of the pandemic. And what did we all start to do because we were staying home? We started eating comfort foods. They tell you, if you want to eat healthy, when you go to the grocery store, shop at the ends of the store. Don't shop in the middle, because that's where all the processed stuff is. 
Well, what did we do? We were buying processed foods because they were comfort foods. They were easy. They were simple. And that's the reason why I went up, because my blood sugar was fine before that. So I said, this is not going to be a long-term thing. And as you and I speak, I just took my blood sugar about, um, oh, well, in this case, about 45 minutes ago, 80. Now, that's on the low end of normal, but it's still okay. Sure. All right. So <clears throat> I told the doctor, I says, how long am I going to have to take this medication that he gave me? I guess it's pretty typical. Metformin is, I guess, a pretty typical uh, 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 medication that's so, uh, that Bernie Siegel, Dr. Bernie Siegel, I've had on this program twice. Uh, he basically said that sometimes they use that for people who are not diabetic, but who want to not be diabetic. And it's like, OK, but I would try some other natural <laughs> remedies. But. My point is that I was determined that this was not going to be a permanent condition. It was going to be temporary, and I was going to get back the blood sugar levels that I had prior to January 2020. And so a decision. <laughs> yeah, I made a decision. Now, you talked about that also, and of course a decision requires uh, someone to have a list, so to speak, of choices to make. We talk about that all the time on this program. We try to bring people choices and knowledge of those choices. If you don't know that you have other options, how can you choose them? Well, you know, you're mentioning something that is very important. For me, life is consequences. We don't relate it because of time difference, but everything that we are living is because of a decision, you know, because of an action or a thought. So I encourage parents to teach that to kids. Mm-hmm. It's not a it's not a punishment, it's your decision. So you know, if you do this, this happened. If you do that, that happened, and you choose, and I'm gonna love you no matter what. And it's your decision. So I don't need to be mad or anything, or you don't have to to uh to complain because you made that decision you know prior and you knew um is wouldn't it be different if we knew when we were kids that everything was up to us and it wasn't yeah it, it wasn't because you know the life was like that um for me to change because i was a very intellectual very close-minded person I mean, for me, people that spoke about the things as they go and get, you know, get to work, you know, do something. Um, for me, the most important is that I was able to show my kids that somebody can change no matter, you know, the age, the sex, whatever, the gender. Um, it's, it's, it's important. It is important that you know that life depends on you mm-hmm. and your decisions. And so you could have bought into the diagnostic and go, you know, for the rest of your life. You understand what I mean? Yeah. So there are decisions that mark you for the rest of your life. That so it's up to you. It's a diagnostic is like a gift that you have to decide if you take it or not. You mm-hmm. know, you accept it or not. And I'm not saying you don't have to take good care of yourself. You started being more conscious about what you ate and everything. But again, goes back to a decision. Am I buying or not? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I was even sharing this information back when I was originally diagnosed with my mother. And her attitude, as I perceived it, was one of, 
well, I, and she didn't say this, but it's like, well, I'm not surprised, you know, because I, I was drinking soft drinks for years. I mean, uh, you know, and yet I was bicycling everywhere and burning off the calories and all of that kind of stuff. And, but still I was consuming those beverages and, um, I was a little taken aback at first, but I thought, well, maybe in a way I can, I can, I, I get her attitude. You know, I'm one of her children and she's tried to teach us. And I even called her, um, what was it, uh, early September. And uh, I just, I called her up just to say, hey, I want to thank you and dad for, for giving us the best head start you possibly could by feeding us and taking care of us the best way you knew how. Uh, and, and I really appreciate it because, you know, I am better off today in spite of any diagnosis uh, sure. because I have not just the health, but the attitude that I want to maintain that health. See, I have to outlive my great-grandmother on my mother's side. We called her Nana. Uh, she lived to be 100 years old. Now, I just turned 60 this year, so I still have another lifetime to go. Yes. So I, so I have... I have so a, you better take good care of yourself. <laughs> here, here. Here, here. You betcha. Our guest here on the program today is Mabel Katz, and she's got a book called... Zero Frequency, The Easiest Way to Peace, Happiness, and Abundance. Let's talk a little bit about abundance because that's part of this whole thing. A lot of people make the uh, uh, assumption that abundance is the numbers in your bank account. And I have learned, and you can use the word prosperity too if you want, but I have learned that one of the universal laws is that there is always an exchange but it's not necessarily the way you think yeah well one of the things we are talking about programming yes Mm -hmm. Uh, again and I mentioned before we learned that we had to find a job you know something you hated but you had to so uh, how many of us, you know, maybe we wanted to be dancers or whatever, and we were told, no, you know, that won't pay your bills. Yeah, you have to, to find a job. So it, it comes back to being yourself. And, and really, the, that thing of what would you do even if you don't get paid, uh, I mean, it's amazing because, I mean, it could end up being your career. You could make good money and things because... You are doing what you love, and money follows love. So it is a little bit about money, but it is a little bit about how you feel about yourself, mm-hmm. if you feel worth it, yes? If you are willing to invest also, because sometimes we wanted, you know, to really, you know, shower us, yes? But uh, but the thing is, if if you do, you know, and what your, what your heart is telling you to do and you trust, amazing things happen, because really everything will be added so one of the things that i learned from my hawaiian teacher it was that it was so important uh for me is that when i realized i was going to change careers and i said okay i'm gonna do this professionally you know public speaking and i said i'm gonna go and take classes yes because i don't know anything about public speaking and he said no that will take all your naturality you just have to be yourself and you know you, you wouldn't believe what a relief it was for me uh, to know that every time that I present, no matter how many people are there, I just have to be myself. So I'm not there to convince anybody or anything. And being yourself is much easier 
than you know expecting you know people to like you or what you're gonna do or what they are gonna say or things like that and when you give yourself the possibility of being yourself you are at zero frequency there is nothing you need to worry it's like everything you know how you think people are lucky you know you say oh she's lucky he's lucky no it's because we let go and we allow the universe so for example i did have when i let go of my career that was paying a lot of my bills and allow me also to invest in this new career of mine i i did i counted with some income and i already had a lot of, a lot of employees so i said how am i gonna pay without that income now you know to all these employees and you know what um yes i went into the worry yes my logical intellect said oh you will have to go back to preparing taxes well it was logical and it wasn't that terrible but you know suddenly i made another decision i said god knows why i'm here how much i need and when i'm not gonna worry so it's not like i didn't worry but every time that i noticed because i was conscious yes that i was worrying or I was going into the anxiety or the fear or whatever, I would look up like a little child and say, I'm not going to worry. And believe me, I mean, since then, you know, I don't know, maybe that was, two, well, that was 2009. I started when I, I let go of my career completely in 2008, where I dedicated to this. In 2009, I don't have the, the income. And since then, I always have what I need or more because I'm not there, you know, worrying or thinking about it. And emails come, you know, with offers to buy the copyrights of my books in other languages or invitations, you know, to go to speak uh, certain places. So that's how it works if you mm. allow it. Yeah. So zero frequency yeah. is about allowing, you know, it is about no worrying and no thinking. Because that's the worst thing we can do when we have a problem. So can you can you appreciate how much we have to change oh, over programming? Oh well, we learn. We yeah. have to unlearn. Yeah, and relearn. Well, and and that aspect of allowing is is enormous because when sometimes when help is offered uh, to people here in the United States. A lot of people will turn it down and they'll they'll usually use the phrase, well, I, I, I don't take charity. Mm. Uh, well, no, you, you're in need and I'm here to help you. It's just not charity. That I'm, I'm just one human being trying to help another. And this seems to be a, a, a real big problem, especially here. Uh, although that uh, seems to be changing because more and more people are in need and when and they are very grateful very grateful when support comes along people are there to help that they never anticipated and we've seen certain stories saw this one woman this was incredible this uh, 80 80 year old plus woman living in this house and she asked a neighbor if he could come over and all she wanted him to do was change the light bulb and the next thing you knew you had neighbors from all around coming over to help to completely refurbish her home inside and out wow she didn't ask for it and so they started this nonprofit and they want the and these people who are volunteering they now want 
to continue doing more, this more, more do and more. more. Yeah, because it because it's natural enough. Yeah, it is natural enough. But you cannot give what you don't have. That is so true. talking about abundance, it is it is about you not feeling guilty, even if you have. Yeah, uh, it is about you accepting. You know, opening up to it. How many said, oh, no, then I will have to pay taxes. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, you know, those kind of thoughts that sometimes yeah. we have and we don't realize, but those are the worst obstacles. So we are the worst, worst obstacle in our we, own life. We are indeed. And I know finances, especially I, I <clears throat> it's taken me years to get to a place where uh, I if, if I start thinking now about the numbers, I stop myself and I say, OK. Trust, just trust, just trust, just trust. You know, I, as I just repeating yes, the word yes. mantra, just trust, trust, trust yes. that no matter what happens, you trust. I don't care if yes. you have three or Great. five items that overdraw your account and you're hit with $30 a piece. Trust, trust. I, tr I, just, yeah. I just say I let go and trust. I let go and trust. Yeah. I let go and trust. It is unbelievable how it works. Yeah, yeah. And because, like I told you, the worst thing you can do is worry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because that then starts to destroy your physical health. It's not just a, a mental thing. It's now becoming a physical thing. Yeah. Well, the thing is, if you're not present, if you're not in this zero frequency, if you're not in balance, it is like inspiration cannot come into your life. So you understand what I mean? You are close. Yeah. To be able. So, like, for example, Bruce Lipton defines it as two antennas, yes? So you have to change stations to mm -hmm. find the right solution, you know, or to, for inspiration to come. It's not when you are, you know, engaging with all your uh, memories and, you know, this part of us that talks so loud and makes, yeah. makes up stories, you know, and takes you places like the past and the future. You have to stay present. You know, one of the things is you have to breathe. You have to realize that when you have a problem, the first thing you go is look, ah, you know, I got the bill, you know, or I got the diagnostic or, yeah. you know, and, and even if you just breathe, you know, it makes a big difference in your life. And definitely if you're breathing, you're present. <laughs> yeah, that is true. You that cannot true. breathe for the, for the past or the future. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Mabel is my guest. Mabel Katz, Zero Frequency is the title of the book. Zero Frequency dot com slash book get a copy of the book and take advantage of uh, the wonderful bonuses that have been made available to you to find the easiest way to peace happiness and abundance and of course we've been talking about peace on this program since september of 2019 in terms of encouraging people especially during 2020 the year of perfect vision to go within yeah. uh, that seems to me to be a real key uh, to really all of this because again you talk about that inspiration you know uh that guidance and so forth well it comes from within and sometimes it just comes it just yeah. comes well, well look who, who you you are talking to i do have a i am a peace ambassador and i have my world peace campaign is peace begins with me uh peace within is world peace mm. yeah yes so again it's about it comes back to us yeah yeah we are the ones that have to change truly we incredible waiting. we are waiting yes yeah we are we are waiting and the universe is waiting too for us to trust that's yes. chapter one folks i'll give you well, that let go and trust let, let go, go trust. let go jump and trust jump and trust folks yes. do it uh 
Mabel Katz, I want to thank you so much for joining us here on the program and for thank sharing you, with Lisa. us Zero Frequency. Again, it's uh, the easiest uh, easiest way to peace, happiness, and abundance. It's not that hard, folks, because you already have all of the tools that you will ever need. And all that you're going to get from Zero Frequency is a little guidance, a little nudge, if you will, from from Mabel. And we uh, are so appreciative uh, for having you. A lot of tips you. also. Of ways of getting there, you know, when you have a problem or things like that. Exactly, exactly. So, and the book comes with the with the with ten videos that you access when you buy the book. But also, the bonuses are hundred dollar bonuses of different trainings that you will yeah. enjoy very much. You yeah. start right out right there, folks, with abundance. And prosperity yeah. right there, I guarantee yeah. you. And uh, the books are never that expensive, and, and they're definitely worth it. I'm just curious as to whether you have placed this in an audible format yet. Uh, I, yes, the English, I pay somebody because not everybody likes my accent. <laughs> but, but the Spanish one was the one that I recorded myself. And as I'm telling you, I was shocked when I was reading. And I said, I, ca I can't believe I wrote that, you know, talking about pandemic and and uh, a pandemic of peace and love and healing the world and changing humanity. And, and, that, was, and that was more than a year ago that you wrote that. Yeah, yeah. Well, even more. But a, little, a year ago was finished. <laughs> a, a bit on the prophetic side. Well, I have three yeah. final questions I want to ask you before we go. You may have answered them a bit uh, as we have been going through this interview, but I like to ask them directly. But before sure. I do, I want to remind our listeners of the program, Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World, and giving people choices and knowledge of those choices, like Zero Frequency. And we encourage you to listen 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. on Sundays, 1 a.m. Monday mornings, uh, streaming live at those times at richarddugan.com and the podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry. Play, I said Player FM already. Uh, we also encourage you, if you uh, are able to do so, to support the work that we're doing here. We are trusting the universe uh, that we will uh, be, receive what we need to keep things moving forward on this program. And uh, we use PayPal and Patreon accounts for your security as well as ours. And again, a reminder about 2020, the year of perfect vision. So of the three questions, number one is, who is Mabel Katz? An ex-accountant, a former accountant that woke up. What is it that you hope to or want to achieve through the work that you're doing now? Uh, wake up more people. And so they can find their passion, their purpose, they can be happy, they can use their innate uh, talents and gifts. And finally, what is your life's purpose? To wake up people. I feel my mission is to wake up people. And uh, we have an opportunity right now to create really a new earth for us, uh, a new world, and, and I hope I'm doing a good job about you know, waking up people. You get so that, that, folks? Can that you, they can choose better. Absolutely. Just think about it, folks. Mabel Katz can be your alarm clock to wake you up. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Thank you. So that means I'm doing something right. Exactly. Zerofrequency.com slash book. Go there. Find out more about Zero Frequency, the easiest way to peace, happiness, and abundance. I thank you so much for being with us on the program. And I thank you for listening to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. We are giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. And until our next broadcast podcast, love to lull.